0: We are back with another episode of From the Raptors. Sam and I are here recording on Thursday, May 26th, the day after the Celtics took a 3-2 to lead in the Eastern Conference Finals. One win away from their first Finals berth since 2010. Five wins away from their first title win since 2008. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I'm not saying they're going to win the title. I'm just stating the facts. That's how many wins are there. I'm not trying to anger the basketball gods or anything, but uh, we'll we'll just start with Game 5. Pretty good response in the second half after a very down first half. I'll put it that way. Yeah, if
1: you really enjoyed Jack and I, uh, we did a halftime stream yesterday, and we probably will continue to do so going forward. It was – I think we put out some good content in that stream. I thought it was a pretty good stream. At least I was fired up because I was so aggravated uh, that the Celtics were doing that thing where they were clearly the better team and had the opportunity to pull away but they were losing at halftime because they gave up a bunch of offensive rebounds and turned the ball over a bunch. And I came in halftime (laughs) and complained a lot and you complained a lot, but you complained about different things than I did. And they came out in the second half and kind of fixed everything we were all complaining about, which was offensive rebounds, turnovers. You were complaining about shot making and you got everything you could have asked for in the second half, which is great. You, you won a, game that was not looking good on the road, a pivotal game five. Uh, Mind you, what happened with the Milwaukee Bucks last series, so don't get on your high horse too much. But you need to treat the next game, game six, like it's a game seven and continue to do things you did well in game six, which is play defense. Uh, They've had some excellent rotations throughout the game. They played really good. And also Miami has shot really poorly the last two games, not just yesterday. They shot really bad in game four, too. Um, there's rumblings. Their guys are hurt, which is fine. Like, I mean, everybody's Possible. hurt. Everybody's yeah. hurt right now. I'm sorry. Like, everyone's hurt.
0: I mean, they said, a I respect them the bro- for going out there and playing. Yeah. They said a Ty Lue quote on the broadcast last night, and it was yep. essentially T- everyone's hurt and everyone's playing. That's how it is. Like, that's the playoffs. That's what it's going to be. Eric Spolster talked about it after the game. He said, you know, we're not going to make any excuses. Boston beat us. There's no injuries like that we're going to use as reasons we lost. Boston beat us. That is it. Let's be clear about that. And, you know, respect to him. It is what it is. Um, Happy for the Celtics. They played well. They they did everything they needed to do in the second half. Derek White, I mean, I'll keep saying it. He's phenomenal. Again, he, he was even better, I would argue, yes. uh, in game five than he was in game four. And he was good in game four. But I want to start with the guy that I've shit-talked more than a lot of people in the past few days, Um, Jalen Brown. One of the most miraculous turnarounds we've seen. I I mean, it it was incredible. He was a completely different player. It's a miracle that he all of a sudden remembered how to play basketball. (laughs) He was a completely different player in the second half, and I wrote about it today, and I compared it to the Celtics (laughs) in this season. That that that. is what Jalen Brown did. The Celtics went from a 500 team struggling to get into the play-in And then in the second half of the season, they're now fighting for the NBA finals. Jalen Brown went from shooting two for seven from the field and turning the ball over four times of Boston's, excuse me, 10 first half turnovers, not being able to dribble, to the best player on the court. It was amazing. To see him do that at the same time, I saw a lot of people on Twitter, specifically in Keith Smith's mentions, and I got some comments as well saying, like, why don't you wait till the end? But you look like an idiot now. And it's like, no, because if a player's playing poorly, you're allowed to point it out. That's the Mm. point. Like, this isn't just because he played well in the second half doesn't mean he didn't play poorly in the first half. It doesn't completely take away from the horrendous like that. That argument doesn't make sense to me. I'll give him credit. You know, I'll say like, obviously, he played he was the reason the Celtics won the game. He was amazing in that second half. You can't say enough good things about Jalen Brown in the second half no turnovers, which is amazing it's just awesome as well. but to say you were wrong about Jalen Brown is incorrect because he was awful in the first half. he just happened to be amazing in the second.
1: Yeah, it's funny that you say that because I really don't think you can be wrong about somebody if you're like saying what's happening right in front of you. you know like you can't you can't be wrong about him turning the ball over when he's turning the ball over good for Jalen Brown. He got it together in the second half, and specifically, there was a step-back or a pull-back jumper he hit on a drive over Vincent and Butler, and you could just tell that play gave him his confidence back. And after the game, even Yudoka was asked about like what he said to Jalen because Jalen was really playing poorly, and he was like, I told him this has been going on for five games. It's enough. It's enough. <laughs> Which is true. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. But it, you said Jalen Brown won in the game, and I kind of disagree. I think Horford was the driving force yesterday, it's but it was absolutely a team effort, but I, Horford kind of lit the flame. He came out in the third quarter uh, and really pushed the issue. He came out, scores the first bucket of the half on a lab, uh, makes a nice coast to coast move for an and one, I think has a couple yep, of nice that was plays. Huge. He just, he's been engaged these last two games and I don't know if we want to jump into it now because we barely talked about anything. We're only six minutes in, but and it's it's a little uh, too early to be talking about it because yeah, they still have another game Run to it. play. Run it. But they are giving out an award for this series. They are called the Larry Bird Award. For those of you who don't know, and it's the Eastern look Conference up the Finals MVP, which is new this year, the 75th year. They've decided to scrap it- all the good looking trophies. For the uh, season awards, yeah, they all right, get these that's stupid, what I'm saying. like snow globes, which I was very disappointed in. And the Western Conference Award is called the Magic Johnson
0: Award, just conference it, finals MVPs. That's what I was gonna ask is it conference finals or is it Eastern Conference playoffs?
1: No, I, it's the conference finals, I believe. Okay, you can okay. double check, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I
0: was confused at what the award was. It's for
1: this series, but the cool part is, um. I mean, i imagine Larry Bird will be there. It is. To present, it is finals. Yeah. To present the award, which that dude never shows up. I mean, that's just that's just how he is. Like, he's not going like, to do a video call. <laughs> he, well, he just like never is really out and about, which is just how he's been. It's no, not, I know. I was
0: joking. I said he's not going to be there. He's going to yeah. do a video call or something. That'd be brutal.
1: <laughs> but people that are going to be pumped for him to be there. So they better take care of business on Friday. But Mm -hmm. really what I'm trying to speak about, you know, I'm just vomiting all these words is, you know, Horford might
0: be the conference final. He could be.
1: He's had some monster games.
0: Yes, I think it depends on how voters vote, because if you're voting by the stats, you know, as much as it's going to make me my words, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown has been the Eastern Conference Finals MVP based on the stats alone. If you're not watching the game and you're looking at the stats, Jalen Brown has averaged 25 points, shooting 48% from the field, 44% from three, taking the most shots, the most threes, uh, averaging 7.6 rebounds, two assists. If he uh, wasn't turning the ball over, over, he'd be fired. He'd be, you'd be like, this dude is taking a leap. Exactly. Exactly. My point. I mean, Jason Tatum is shooting poorly from three, so he probably won't get that nod. Uh, He's also turning the ball over five times a game, which is wow. (laughs) But um, Al Horford's up there as well. I think Derek White has a sneaky chance, Mm -hmm. um, as crazy as that is to say, but because of the the visual impact, like what you're seeing, Uh, Al Horford's averaging 13, 9, and almost 4, 3.5, and 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 2.5 blocks, so that'll give him a good chance as well. Marcus Smart, I mean, it'll really be a toss-up. Like I said, I'm curious to see how – they vote for the awards like is it just going to be stat based or they you never know if the Celtics close it out in six and Jason Tatum drops 50 they'll probably give it to him but I don't know how it's going to be voted for because it is a new award but if you had to pick who would you give it to that's a tough question because I think
1: you can point to the top guys right like I I heard on the radio today on Tetra and Rich they have like uh, Joe Murray on who has done our show Mm -hmm. before shout out to him. Um, Mm -hmm. He they always like talk about betting and so they were talking about the odds for this award and Tatum is like the favorite minus two something, which
0: makes sense. And I think
1: Brown was next, but like Horford, Rob Williams and Derek White are all like super like high odds like it's like plus six thousand for Horford or something like that. So if if you're a better I would bet with Horford or or maybe Rob Williams. The argument for Rob Williams is like hey when he plays like
0: they just dominate. I think the only issue with those latter three guys is they've all missed time in the series. They they missed the only... time and also the stats aren't like super dominant. It's exactly. just like
1: Rob Williams more specifically than any of them has just had a dominating effect on these games that he's played in.
0: Yes. I they mean, even yesterday,
1: more. what did he have, like six points or something? But he blocked two perimeter shots, two corner threes. E.J. Yeah. Tucker like, e. Tucker's he's, nothing. He's a big <laughs> part anything. of that rotating defense. There were some plays where guys were getting beat. And he started when the shooter caught the ball on the block and got out to the three-point line and blocked the shot on Tucker and Vincent. You
0: yeah. could have saved I mean- them
1: six points there, probably momentum plays. Like It was a close
0: game in that third quarter for a while. He's got PJ Tucker in jail. PJ Bam, Tucker's he's not allowed in, to shoot. Quarters. Bam's a head case with with Robin there. Bam is. Did you hear what they were doing? I saw this on Twitter. Whenever Bam caught the ball, the crowd was yelling at him to shoot. I told you they before were. The they series, just seemed like they were
1: really into it. Like they were like, all right, like we really like Bam. We saw he had thirty points in game three, mm. and we all realized that. In the bubble, he dominated that series. So for Miami to be competitive, he has to be good. So I told you before the
0: series and throughout the season, there's been a call from Heat fans for Bam to take more shots. And he just kind of doesn't. You know what I'm saying? Like he he just doesn't he's not as aggressive as people want him to be, which is a huge and you're seeing that firsthand right now. Like in the second half, the the latter portion of that game, he took over, right? He was getting some of those looks, but at that point it didn't matter because the Celtics are already up by so much. I was listening to Kenny. Yeah, I was listening to Kenny uh shout out kot 4 q He was talking about it. And he's like, Bam is that guy you know who everyone around him knows how good he can be, except for him. Like he just won't he he, he just won't like be aggressive enough to be the top option. You saw that. And on top of that, man, everybody else in that rotation looked rough. Jimmy Butler couldn't make anything. Kyle Lowry is obviously hurt. Victor Oladipo came down from the high in game (laughs) four. Like, it's it's shambles for Miami right now. And I'm not going to say they can't come back and win the series because you don't want to, you know, curse anything. And they're obviously the number one seed for a reason. So when they play their best basketball, they're a good team. But right now, they're clearly not playing their best basketball. And the Celtics are causing that. But at the same time, like, I'm not saying the Celtics like, I don't want it to come across as me saying, oh, Miami's only losing because they're injured. No, the Celtics are beating their ass. Doesn't seem like
1: you're saying that.
0: But Miami's injured, they're not playing their best basketball. I saw this on Twitter. I forget who said it. If you come out and punch them in the mouth in Game Six, they're going to start thinking about Cabo and and Cancun and mm, and everything else that they're going afterwards. They might already so, be
1: thinking yeah. about it. To be honest, with you. Exactly. the only downfall is like they basically already have that weather like where they play, so they might be thinking about like I uh, don't Europe or something. They might get creative. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, my bad. You're right. My fault. My <laughs> you know, fault. Like, <laughs> I should have thought of that. <laughs> it doesn't make not, it might not really feel like a vacation. Yeah, maybe they're you going know, to Paris. Know, Jimmy's the, a big uh, the Alps. Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. As far as um, you know, Miami playing down or not playing as well, is uh, it's payback for the bubble because you had a bunch of guys play way better than they should have. And now you have a bunch of guys playing not as good as they should, or at least that's a consensus. And to me, it feels more level. Like It's like, okay, this is like kind of how they should be playing. After game one, I was like, no, I think Jimmy Butler's hurt, so take this with a grain, grain of salt. But I came out and I was like, I don't really think he should be doing that. <laughs> I'm sorry. like He can score a lot of points, but he shouldn't be that efficient. And he hasn't been. He hasn't even in game two After he scored like two a games. good amount of points, but he still wasn't like super duper efficient. It wasn't in game ridiculous, two like game one. He was still pretty good, but it wasn't like I think he know. shot like fifty fifty something percent in game two. Yeah, that's fine, but he was like sixty five in game one. Yeah, it was it was, it was it was ridiculous. Yes, and he made some dumb shots like where it was momentum stopping shots. Now like, the follow away over Tatum, ridiculous. Correct
0: me if I'm wrong. The Heat have not won a game this series where Al and Rob both play, right? That is true. I mean, and when the Celtics have won, it hasn't really been close, right? Like you you saw, and my prediction for the first quarter and first half yesterday during pregame was correct. I said the Heat were going to win the first quarter because they were going to come to play after a loss. And then I said the Celtics were going to bounce back. I said it was going to be the closest game in the series so far because the Celtics knew they had to come to play after a win, and Miami was going to be frustrated after a loss. That happened, but then in the second half, whether it was Miami lost their legs, Boston stopped making mistakes, which they did, uh, and Boston hit shots. Miami didn't. Like the Celtics took off and showed you why they are, dare I say, the better team in the series. They they have been the better team in this series. They they dominated this series. Yes, yes. It's so. it's
1: laughable that the series is still going on. Not laughable,
0: but it's like kind of uh annoying to be honest. I'll, with I'll you. put it this way I'll back your argument. Both of us probably would have sat here and said Celtics in six or seven before the I series, did say six. but with the way the games have been going and this the way the Celtics have played and collapsed at moments, they should have finished it off already. They should have been done already. It's,
1: I mean, listen, I think they're going to play in game six and come to play. It's that. I mean, it's not a cheap ticket to go tomorrow, but if you can go, enjoy it because it's going to be. Have you seen the ones
0: for the finals? They're already selling finals. Listen,
1: so listen. If you want to go to the finals, do not panic looking at the prices because you have to understand those tickets have not been released to the public yet. So the only people selling finals tickets are season ticket holders. True. The the Celtics have not had a NBA finals sale yet on their website.
0: Okay, smart. By the way, I
1: think I may try and go just because I don't know if you'll ever. I was looking at it too.
0: Yeah, yeah, if they get there, you got to take advantage of the opportunity. Yes. I would agree with you. But, I gonna try to hit
1: one. Uh, to, to backtrack a bit, I think Miami just seems cooked. Not mentally, because those guys are tough. Jimmy Butler's tough. You saw in physically, the bubble though. what he did. Those dudes are cooked physically. Lowry cooked. Struce is cooked. They're going at him on defense, and he's exhausted. He's a little injured. Like That backcourt scored, what, how many points in two games? They made one field goal over two games, I think. Yeah.
0: Struce got yeah, some free throws yesterday.
1: But they've been, like, historically bad. If, I, if I'm if yeah. i Miami, I might sit
0: Lowry and just see if you get lucky. I mean, as rough as this is to say, outside of that first quarter uh, in Game 3 when Lowry came back, Gabe Vincent's been better. Is that crazy of me to say? No, like, it's not crazy. And that's true. not a knock on Lowry. That's a knock on his injury. Like, I just don't think Lowry he's, he's, wasn't even good in Game 3, there. Jack. He just – he blended in In the first in quarter, Miami I just won. said – I just said in the first quarter, when he came out and he was feeding Bam and like getting the offense going, that's the only time we saw good Lowry, and then once it started to wear on him, it was it was kind of done.
1: i mean this this series yeah. should be over they They pissed away game three. they really kind of did the same for game one, game one probably more than game three, just because that third quarter was so horrific, they should partly because of Miami, but also like they were just like so happy
0: they, out that. they didn't
1: them. care. Mm -hmm. It was like mind boggling to watch like you're in the conference finals. You're literally handing the ball to Jimmy Butler and saying, go dunk it.
0: My thing is, this should have been a five game series because I give Miami game three like this all just didn't come out right. But they earned that win. They wouldn't have had that much. Yes. Mm. Game one, you fed them the ball in the third quarter, like not saying Miami didn't deserve to win that one as well but the Celtics should have won. There's a difference between deserving and should like, cause the Celtics, if they had just as Greeny says on Twitter all the time, if you literally just don't play like the worst team in basketball for 12 minutes, then you win the game. So I tweeted after game yeah. Three. I said, if the Celtics weren't the absolute worst, they'd be up three zero. Yes. All they true. have to do is not be the absolute
1: worst. And it's proven true. Look at that. I mean, they were pretty bad in game five. They weren't the absolute worst. And they won by a lot.
0: Yep. yep. By 13, I think it was. By 13, 14. and it was 23 in the fourth. Mm-hmm. It was another one of those. They won by more than what the final mm-hmm. score was. Like, I'm sorry. Game four was a 20-point victory. That was not a 20-point victory. That was 30. That was a 30-piece. Game was 30 over least. in the second quarter. Yep. Do that again, please. Please. I, I, mean, I To all they, the people I,
1: complaining that these games aren't close on Twitter, your team's not involved, so go kick rocks. Well, that's why they're complaining. <laughs> Dude, do what I do when my team's not involved. I just go screw. I go do something else. Well,
0: some I don't complain like that the, the games
1: aren't good. I say enjoy it. I pay attention. I go on Twitter. I see who's winning the games. Sam, you're not a real fan of the game. Nah, I mean, I am, but like I, I don't care when the Celtics are. Sa- yes. And well, if I don't have a grudge against other teams
0: that are left, I really don't care. Okay. Yes. I understand. It, it, I will say though, it, this these finals from the outside perspective, they are not incorrect. They've been bonds, <laughs> These Eastern Conference or Western Conference. Cry about it. Tell your team, like to you be said, like you said, tell I your don't team care. to be better and tell them to get there. Then you don't have to complain. <laughs> oh, brutal, brutal. Uh, game five. In, sorry, game six in the Garden mm-hmm. on Friday night. What do the Celtics need to do? Is it as simple as come out, punch them in the mouth? You know, make sure you do what you did in game four. Is it like, w- what's your main key? If you had to give the Celtics one piece and they have number one key, try. It, 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 okay. Number one key is try. <laughs> you know why you were down a half in game five? Cause you didn't try. You gave them a bunch of
1: offensive rebounds. You turned the ball over a bunch of times. Control what you can control. It's as simple as that. Even if you're not making shots, if you're playing good defense, you don't have to play a perfect game on the other end. If you're not playing defense and you're letting Miami get scores every time they come down the floor, then the pressure builds and you have to start being perfect. That's when you start to panic, and that's when things get out of hand. If you just do what you can control, that doesn't happen. Look at the second half of game uh, five. I mean, They didn't shoot an astronomical percentage from the field. They just stopped turning the ball over, and they kind of stopped giving offensive rebounds. They gave up a couple. But it was not as bad, and especially when they really mounted the run and took control of the game. They weren't doing that. That wasn't happening.
0: Mm-hmm. Celtics gave up in the first half. They gave up nine. They actually gave up more offensive rebounds in the second half than the first half, which is crazy. How, how many did the they give up in the fourth, though? Uh, Sorry, let me look. In the fourth quarter, they gave up.
1: Six. They gave up six. So they gave up five in the third. Now what's how many offensive rebounds did the, the Celtics third. pull down in both halves? Because the whole game do you mean? Well, no. Because they gave up nine in the first half. And they give up eleven in the second half. But ten in the second half. They gave up ten? Yeah, ten in the second half. So how many did they did they get themselves? In the game, six. Celtics only had six total? Mm-hmm. They must have all been in the second half.
0: Four in the second half, two in the first. Yeah, so you the difference the storm. is the difference is in the first half, Miami scored twelve points on those offensive rebounds. On the nine, they scored two points on those ten offensive rebounds in the second because the Celtics played good defense. Still, in the first half, they would give up an offensive rebound and they just look around and then get an easy layup. As much as they were still giving up some of those offensive rebounds, because the Celtics are longer than the Heat. But Robert Williams is going to help on the drive with Al Horford, which leaves three wings getting rebounds. I'm not trying to make an excuse. I'm just trying to explain why I think they give up so many. But they stayed engaged even when the Heat got those offensive rebounds. They shot two for nine on second chance opportunities uh, in the second half of that game, which was a massive improvement from the first half, which I don't I don't have the numbers off the top of my head. But even if the Heat are getting 10 second chance opportunities or, or nine shots off of second chance opportunities. If you hold him to two for nine, that's pretty damn good, right? And he shot seven for 10 on those opportunities in the first half. Like that, that's the difference right there. He you staying, it. you staying locked in. And if you give up an offensive rebound, you don't have time to cry or wave your hands up or whatever. You have to stay locked in. That's what they did in the second half. And that was the major difference. In addition to that, 10 turnovers versus five turnovers, bingo, right? that That's what I was going to say. You said try your key. Mine was going to be just please take care of the ball, right? Like they're averaging 16 turnovers and losses and 12 and wins. It's clear as day right there. It—it it, it is as clear as you could possibly make it. And That 16 is down from whatever it was after the two losses beforehand because you only had 15 in this one, right? So as clear as day, the problem is sitting in front of you. Don't turn the ball over. You win the game. It's the Miami. Mi- Miami cannot score in the half court. They are literally incapable of scoring in half court sets against the Celtics defense. They've been awful. If you don't give them transition opportunities to get out and run and, and get there before Boston's defense gets set. They have no shot. And you've seen that. That's exactly what's happened over the course of the series. Game two, game four and game five. Cut down the turnovers. Miami doesn't get those fast break chances. They can't score in the half court. They score what? 82 points, 80 points and then what they score in game 2? Uh, 102. <clears throat> sure. So that, that's the uh, the worst one right there, but it's right there. It's right in front of you. Don't turn the ball over, you win the game. If it's the Celtics, in the palm of your hand. It's yep, you it's, have it. And it's been the same story the whole series. The
1: two games they've lost, it's been because they don't have any they're not engaged. They yes. weren't engaged in the third quarter of game one. They weren't engaged in the first quarter of game three. Those are the two quarters that lost you two games. They were real bad losses for one quarter. And you just can't yep. do that to yourself. They weren't Could really even more. engaged in the first half of game five, but they were good enough
0: defensively. Eric White was good enough to keep them in the game. He carried <laughs> them. Yes. Him and Horford yep. carried them. Without those two, they'd be screwed. What's what's up with Tatum, man? I mean, he pulled it back and he played well in the second half. Do you, you think he is injured and that's why he's shooting poorly? I mean, it's I don't think
1: he's injured, injured in terms of something structurally well, of is wrong. Well, like he's something is bothering him. Yes. Yeah. I'm not yes. overly concerned about it. Especially if you take care of business in game six, you have five days' rest.
0: Yep. You have five
1: that that's like your incentive right there. Forget <laughs> the risk of losing a game seven. I'm sick of this goddamn injury report.
0: I'm I so sick hate. of
1: it. New England Baptist Hospital can kick rocks, the sponsor <laughs> of the injury report. I'm so sick of seeing you get advertisement. That is the best <laughs> investment. I mean, we should sponsor it. The Bannertown injury report. Yep. You know how much yep. views we would get? That is Funny. like, that might be as much as,
0: as worthwhile as a Super Bowl ad the amount of, you know, (laughs) run you get and change it. I mean, I'll I'll mention this here. We did change Bannertown Twitter. So if you are listening to the podcast, make sure to hop on Twitter and follow us at from rafters pod. Uh, We couldn't fit the, the, in the handle. So that, that is why there's no the Um, and from the rafters was taken. So we are from rafters pod F R O M R A F T E R S P O D on Twitter. Uh, Make sure to check us out there. Uh, You'll get the latest updates. I'll try to tweet out some clips and, Engagements and stuff, so you get some news and everything in there as well. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. Anyways, um, yeah, I, I mean, take care of business, Game Six. Hope the Mavericks take the Warriors to seven, and the Warriors are gassed, <laughs> right? Mate, we're all Luca fans. If the Celtics win Game Six, I would hope. Well, I'm not. Uh, you want that. the Warriors to take care of business as soon as possible. I don't. I don't really care. I just think there's enough
1: time in between series; it's not really going to matter that much.
0: No, well, I, I think the more games you play in these in the fin, uh conference finals, sorry, the more tired you'll be in the finals. I mean that's just how it works. Even if you get a little break, obviously, but I, I would want and I know you hate this argument. For for basketball's sake, it'd be cool to see Luca take him deep. I mean, that'd be fun. I'll put it this way. Well your team's joke, not
1: involved in the series.
0: So it's fine. Sure. <laughs> exactly. Exactly my point. But, but if I'm a Warriors fan, I'm telling you to go kick rocks. <laughs> which is fair. You can tell me to kick rocks. I said this in a newsletter I wrote for Enjoy Basketball. Um, if there was any person on the planet to win the first 3-0 series in NBA history, it'd be Luka. It's just true. If there's any person in the NBA right now who you could look at and say, I wonder if they can win a three O series. Like just for, from the place of storylines and who they are as a player. It's Luka Doncic. You could argue Giannis, but I, I would pick Luka. If I had to win a 3-0 series and pick one player to carry the team, Luka Doncic is my choice. So I think crazy because he's not
1: even in shape. And <laughs> he's that, in the shape like, he needs that, to be. That's in. how good he is. Like he, he doesn't even have to be in shape.
0: He's not not in shape. He's in the shape he needs to be in. To I play may the be in better race. shape
1: than Luka is. Okay. In terms of what my body looks like. Stop. Cut that
0: out immediately.
1: I'm not saying I'm more athletic than Luke. I'm just saying, i I just. I. I might be in better shape than him. No shot. I. Uh, you
0: won't. You won't sell me on that argument for a second.
1: Maybe Lowry then. Maybe I can sell you on that.
0: No, heat culture has not had either. its
1: uh, effect on Lowry. He you still can't in sell no me on shape. that either.
0: You can tell me Lowry's not in shape. No, what it he is with Lowry. Like <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He's not not in shape. He's just built in a different shape than the rest of us. And I'll leave it at that. <laughs> like a I'll leave it at. I'll leave it at that. Larry's <laughs> pissing me off. He was a lady. He'd be very desirable
1: six. for a lot of men. Jesus,
0: uh, Larry's pissing me off in the first <laughs> half of Game Six, man. Not that it mattered in the end. He's always pissing everybody in, off. It it's, it's this whole thing. I, I brought it up because I want to talk about the Mark Jackson moment. I assume you saw on Twitter and stuff. Mark Jackson. What did he say? So. I think it was Jalen. Remember when Larry yeah, flopped? Yeah, the elbow. And and he Mark Jackson it. was like, uh, I know, Mark Jackson on the commentary, and they, they clipped it and put it on Twitter. It was like, oh, Jalen Brown got away with an elbow there. And, and, and they, they were all like, no, he didn't. Immediately show the replay. And Jeff and Andy goes, no, he didn't. And they all started laughing. It was really funny because Larry just clearly flopped because JB. He's an irritant,
1: man. Him. He's If he was on your team, you'd like him, and I don't like He's him. Marcus. He's not, he's he not is exactly what Marcus
0: does. Yep. yep. Exactly what it does. Not complaining. Just thought it was entertaining. Well, I was complaining because it's annoying when it's on the other team. But... No, he
1: He's he's annoying. That dude yes. loves hitting the floor.
0: It does. So is Marcus Smart. Yeah, he does. He does.
1: He but, has the award for it.
0: If you're a Timberwolves fan, you love it when Pat Bab does it. If you're a Warriors fan, you love it when Draymond does it. If you're a Celtics fan, Marcus, Heat, Lowry. Every team has one. I can't think of a single team that doesn't have a player that does that. A single just good team. How they play. Sure. Most teams have it regardless. It's just... They're less prominent when your team's not winning games. <laughs> I put it there. What else did I have? There's something else that I always, I wanted to talk about, but I can't think of it right now. Did you have anything? Help me out here.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> not really. I'm like real tired. I'm not trying to rap just yet, but
0: no, no, I don't no. have anything coming to
1: me. It's, it's,
0: I had something rubbish. I did want to bring up, but I couldn't I can't think of it anymore. One second, one second. Bear with us, guys. I'm not going to cut this. I'm just going to keep rolling because I, I definitely did have something that I wanted to discuss, um, but I can't – I don't know. Oh, I mean, I can bring this up. This isn't it, but uh, is Gabe Vincent the Goran Dragic of this series, Sam?
1: Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's put done a... just enough to just irritate you. Even in uh, game five, like he came in and made a couple of shots and – made it close again, and it's like, just leave it alone, man.
0: Yep. Then I, I, I just just meme and it yes. was Goran Dragic in 2020 uh in the bubble. G- gave Vincent in 2022 the same picture. Obviously not as big of a deal, I guess, because the Celtics are winning, but definitely the same irritating. Well, then I
1: said, you, I mean, you could just put Goran
0: Dragic from this year. He was still a pain in the ass. The dude must have talked <laughs> 60% for the series. That guy will not go away. Yep. It was. I did find a couple things. Uh, one was what I wanted to talk about, but the other one I'll start with. In the last 15 years, Sam, I'm sure you saw this.
1: Oh, yes, I know what this is.
0: Jason Tatum has more playoff wins than the Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> <laughs> but they also, like,
1: punted away, what is what, six years, seven years of doing the process? I don't care.
0: I don't care either. But I don't care. Do you want to know why remarkable. I don't care? Want to know why I don't care? Because Jason Tatum has been in the league for how long? Five years? Five years. So even in the last, like, Jason Tatum in the last five years has accumulated more playoff wins than the 76ers organization has in the last 15 years. I mean, that's truly incredible. That's just, what a phenomenal achievement. Now, I'll ask you this, because I know you're a Joel Embiid fan. You like Joel Mm -hmm. Embiid. Yeah, I like him. (laughs) Did he deserve to be on first team? All-NBA. Uh, or yeah, and probably you're allowed to use this as well. Do they need to change the way the voting is? Yeah, just get rid of that. Positions? That is okay. yes, a thousand okay. percent
1: yes, especially the way the game is today. Um, I mean, it's a positional Jesus Christ, Sam, positionless game. Yes, uh, can you believe <laughs> I do live live stuff? Jeez, man, it's brutal. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm fine with the results. I just think Embiid should have been there. Who should have been off? I don't know. I think Tatum I mean, was high up in the voting. Was like Tatum
0: was the Tatum had the, the sixth, last one? sixth most votes of any player. Um, okay. In the league. So, Embiid had more votes than him, but Embiid was the center.
1: Well, I, I mean, I don't really care for any of that anyways. I, it the, the actual like trophy awards are the ones I would care about if I was a player. Like first team is cool and all. Well,
0: you care about it when it determines your paycheck.
1: But that that's that's come and gone for him. He said it. he said that's not a thing anymore. True. True,
0: but I mean, you still like to be respected. Last uh, year, he might literally. care,
1: and if you're the Celtics, yeah. you're happily they didn't make it last year. It's less money you have to pay <laughs> less money that goes towards one player, which I do not like when guys make an astronomical amount of money. I mean, how much is Lauer is... getting paid? Thirty million a year? Twenty eight,
0: roughly. Yeah, twenty eight
1: million. Is he worth that? No. Going forward, is he going to be worth that? No. How much? is Jimmy Butler's like going to be at like fifty million. 52, I think he makes at the end. Is of the he worth that? No.
0: Let me read it to you. So, this year, Lowry gets 26.9. Next year, 28.3, and then 29.68 in his 39 year old season. Yeah. I uh, mean, if you're a player maybe. and you really want that much money and
1: you're like on, I mean, I guess if you're on the decline, it might be a little different, but I mean, you can't be that serious about competing. Miami is a unique situation because they drafted well and they they picked mm-hmm. up like G League guys and developed them to where they can be rotational players and be effective. But if you're trying to put a team together, you can't have a guy just eating up all the money unless he's like a top five guy. Fifty million dollars for one guy is ridiculous. I'm sorry, it's a lot of money. And Jimmy Still Butler's waiting. not one of those guys. I don't care how well he's played in this series or when he was healthy before this. It's just not the case. It's the he's not Giannis. He's
0: not Luca. He's not KD. He's not. We, I think we did this. We did this a few uh, weeks back. Who would you give fifty million dollars to? Right? It's not we a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. So what, what was it again? I don't have the Giannis, list on me.
1: Luca, uh, LeBron was not. Right on it. I said KD. Maybe it mm. might be even shorter now. Tatum. In the situation they're in, the Celtics can do it for Tatum because he's going to be their guy going forward, and he's also younger. I think I think the whole paying somebody a bunch of money is different when um, they've always been on your team, too. Trey? You drafted them. Not yet. I'm not paying Trey that much money yet. You're crazy.
0: He was on your initial list. Don't was call me he? crazy.
1: Yes, sir. Well, if you're doing it, you're crazy. I was crazy, though.
0: I'm I'm just thinking about it now, and I'm just like, what are you gonna do with that? Like, that's a lot of money
1: to be paying. Your list
0: was, and it might not have been a 50 mil, I think it was four year max contract. I think it was like 30 35 plus. Okay. Your list was Tatum, Giannis, Luca, KD, Ja, Ja, uh, Embiid, Embiid, Jokic, Booker, Trey Young. That's it. That was your list. It's still and short, you, and it should yes. be short. And the people on the border you said no to, or that I Mitchell. added, you said no to. Mitchell, Cat, Bam, LaMelo, Garland, oh, and Cade Cunningham. Paid. Yep. Nope, not paying any of those guys. Is there anybody, this is just random, uh, is there anybody in the next few years you think could get onto that list that you would give a max contract to? A big one. Yeah, and it depends.
1: Stingy. Like, Trey Young, uh, who I have, I mean, I just, if it's like $35 million, it's different. I just think that Jimmy Butler contract so ridiculous, man. Fifty million dollars for one guy that's not the best player in the league. What are a you doing? A lot of money. That's old. It's on the decline. He has knee issues. Fifty million. I even think the jaw. Thinking about it, jaw could be a problem because his whole game's athleticism. If he gets hurt, he's not going to be the same. I don't want yeah. him to get hurt. I like jaw,
0: but if you're 100%. a GM,
1: you got to think about that.
0: Yeah. Uh, the other thing, uh, we could go over. You want to? Do you want to do, do our playoff predictions reflection? Yeah, now do or that. do you want to do it after the Eastern Conference Finals? Ah, uh, yeah, do it after the final. So the the finals are set. In that case, the last thing I wanted to talk about was your your boy Sam. We got some news. Who? Your boy's no longer hurt, or he's making progress now. Oh, Zion. Yes, I did see your this. boy. He is. He is. What is all, the word? He has been all cleared. Of a On his progress, recent imaging of Williamson's right fifth metatarsal showed continued improvement. Williamson has been cleared in his return to play progression without any restrictions. So Zion will probably, barring any other setbacks, uh, be playing next season uh, in full with the Pelicans. If Zion is healthy, what are the Pelicans in the West in your eyes? Six tops. At best, six? Yeah, I think so. I think they get get up to top four. No, I think they could be a top four team. Good teams. I don't care. I think they'll be. I mean, you think about this year, they were, they made the playoffs. I know they didn't have the right to show up, but not to cut you off, but Utah is a team that's going to drop. Utah. Sorry, I coughed. Um, Teams that I think will definitely be better than the Pelicans. The Warriors, I think, will still be better than Mm -hmm. the Pelicans. I'm saying definitely be better than yep. the Pelicans. So oh, the, they're build them. I think the Grizzlies will be above them, and I mm-hmm. think the Suns will definitely be above them. Any team else I could see, I'm not saying will be bad, but I could see being up and down. I think the Mavericks and the Clippers and the Nuggets are the only other three teams I think I would almost be close to putting above them. So, I mean, at that point, I guess you could talk 7-seed, but I really think they have a chance at top four. I'm not saying it's going to happen, I think they will, at bare minimum, be a play-in team. They're not going to miss the play-in again. I mean, they made it this year. Like They'll they'll be a top-eight team. I'll put it that way. And I think they have a chance to sneak up into that top uh, home court advantage side. And that's high praise, obviously. But, I mean, they were good this year. The second half of the season, they showed they were good. They're young. Yeah, they so made so Zion don't...
1: want to lose weight.
0: They <laughs> exactly.
1: Anymore, so it's They're only
0: only improving. They have a top pick. The ability to make moves, I'm confident. They, in the, what, in the what pick do they have? I think Seven? Eight, nine. Yeah, so that's fair. I think, it. I mean, you flip that and Devontae Graham or something for like a Jeremy Grant. I'm me not p-
1: flipping it unless you really don't think the guy you get is any good. Why? Because you don't really have to win now. Zion's how old?
0: Yeah, but the Ingram's thing is... How old? It's not as simple as that because there's always a chance you don't hit the pick, right? Like no, if, there is. If,
1: that's what I mean. If you don't think the guy you got's really that great, like fine. Well, that's
0: why you. That's why you flip it beforehand. I'm saying if there, I guess you could say if there's nobody they're sold on to be a big part of their future at that spot, you trade that for what Jeremy Grant. Uh, <clears throat> maybe you get the Suns involved, and you want to flip them, Jonas Valanciunas, and hell, I don't know. Devontae Graham or or something like that with that pick for DeAndre Ayton, see if they bite. Uh, stuff like that, stuff like that. I think I think you could make a, a decent win now move with that help. They're already young core they already have a ton of young players they need to develop. So adding more could maybe add to that clog, right? You think Jose Alvarado, Trey Murphy, uh, Herb Jones, all mm-hmm. great young pieces. Obviously Zion's still only like twenty one. They've got a nice pipeline there. I th- I think you trade that pick for. Win I just
1: don't like now. Zion. I don't I don't I don't like the way. He has handled himself as a player that has done nothing in the league. It's fair. It's fair, and I think that's very toxic. And it, it's not his fault. It's just <laughs> the way the league has become with players trying to do everything. And I it's, also it's starting think- to kind of uh, shift back now. You see, the top teams have all been kind of built, not you know, yeah, teamed up.
0: I also think, maybe it's a hot take, he probably still was really injured. He probably did have an injury he was dealing with. No,
1: I think he was injured, but he's also fat. Like, he was fat. He was big. I... I yeah. I think some he, of the if pictures... If you get fat from, and you're, like, like jumping on those died. knees, you're going to get hurt, and your feet are getting hurt. Proof. Yeah. <laughs> if like, yeah. you're a pro- professional athlete, like, putting out excessive amounts of force on your lower body, of course you're going to hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't doubt he was hurt. I just think... Also in the playoffs, he's, he he might have been joking, but he said something like he was sitting and he was going to be a surprise for. He was definitely joking and making myself sound stupid. But he was saying like he was he sat game six and he was going to maybe try for game seven or something. Zion? Yeah,
0: yeah. I think I think he said that. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he did too. I, I don't think he was ever going to, but uh, it was definitely entertaining. Uh, anyways. That's all I had for today. We did 40 minutes. Sorry, this was probably not as Celtics-focused as you guys might have wanted. I mean, they were Dude, so it's hard after they, they win. we expect.
1: <laughs> it, it's hard after they win. If they lose, like, we have stuff to complain about. Yep. But really, like, everything we've been complaining about was, like, played out right in front of your eyes yesterday. Yep. They're not yep, trying? They're okay, much. they're not, like, pulling away with the game. Oh, look, they started to try, and they completely dominated the game. It's that... <laughs> simple i've been screaming at the clouds all series that the Celtics should be able to control this and it looks like they've finally figured it out that hey we are a level above this
0: other team about time it's about time man but uh yeah thank you guys so much for tuning in we always appreciate it make sure to follow us on twitter at from raptors pod i'll have to add it on the graphic somewhere for youtube uh but yeah i'll throw it over to sam Yes, thank you very much for listening or watching. Once again, follow at From Rafters
1: Pod on Twitter. You'll get all the pods there. Um, if you're on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to either Bannertown or Guy Boston will be there for all these pods. If you're on Guy Boston, we do the pregame 30 minutes before every game if we have uh, enough bodies to do so. It's Jack, me, uh, KJ, or Tim. Usually an assortment of us four will be there. We've also come up with the idea of doing halftime. We did one for game five. It was a lot of shout fun. Out, Matt. I was fired up. Yes, Recommended Matt. Uh, viewers. What's his last name? Henderson.
0: Matt Henderson, shout yes. out. Yes.
1: He's always in the chats. Uh, Message Jack about it. We were like, yeah, we'll do it. Uh, what else are we doing? We're sitting there. Look, I don't want to watch the halftime. Anyways, that was a lot of fun, and if you missed it, check it out because, I mean, we we actually like had some good talking points. I mean, mean they did, did everything we talked about,
0: so maybe they yeah. listened Maybe he may We, we put were
1: kind wrong. of on the nose, which feels good. Um, but if you're listening on a streaming service, make sure you follow. You'll get all the latest podcasts. Uh, if Jack doesn't tweet them, he did tweet the last one. We are back on the right track. And I'm sure they will be coming going. up from the Raptors podcast account. Yes, sir. So make sure you follow there because that's where they'll be coming from. If you really don't want to follow, like we'll retweet them. But follow the account. Follow, because I'm on. sure there's going to be all kinds of stuff coming from there. Uh, make sure you follow Jack at Jack's Money NBA. He's writing all kinds of articles. He's working on all kinds of websites. So if you want all the latest Celtic stuff, he will be putting it out. And if you want to see me complain or whatever I'm doing, out there, you can follow me at Celtic. That's our show for today. come on.